This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, September 24th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Going big on cover crops. Dems weigh tax options and pledges dominate food summit. Direct payments for cover crops a feature in the $28 billion plan. We now have the details of the $28 billion plan that Democrats have developed for funding climate-smart agriculture. According to a summary circulating on Capitol Hill obtained by AgriPulse, the plan features a new $5 billion program to provide direct payments to farmers who plant cover crops. Farm Bill conservation programs would also get a historically large increase in funding. The Environmental Quality Incentives Program would be funded at $9 billion to promote the implementation of climate-friendly practices, and that would include cover crops. EQIP was also funded at $8 billion over the five years of the 2018 Farm Bill. Now keep in mind, the $28 billion package is to be included in the Democrat Massive Build Back Better Budget Reconciliation Bill. The conservation funding will make a huge impact on reducing greenhouse gas emissions and is the equivalent of taking over 142 million cars off the road. That the word of Senate Ag Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow. Stabenow preps debt relief provision. Stabenow says a debt relief provision that will be in the Build Back Better plan will include elements of a bill introduced by Senator Kirsten Gillibrand of New York in June. Gillibrand's legislation would pay off up to $250,000 in debt on direct USDA loans for farms with incomes below $300,000. The aid would not be limited to minority farmers, as was an earlier program that stalled in the U.S. courts. Certainly, Senator Gillibrand has done a lot of great work on this, and so we have something that incorporates her ideas, Stabenow told reporters. Stepped-up basis stays off Dems' target list. Senate and House Democrats say they agreed on a list of options for funding the reconciliation bill, and there's no plan to touch stepped-up basis, according to House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal of Massachusetts. Neal fielded questions from reporters about what was or wasn't on the list. Stepped-up basis? No, not at the moment, he replied. There's no agreement to include a carbon tariff on imported goods either. Did it come up as a talking point? Yes. Did it come up as a solution point? No. Neal said. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York declined to provide any details on the menu of tax options, but said they added up to more than Democrats needed to pay for the bill. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this.
Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. U.S. Department of Agriculture nominee blocked by Senate Holes. Stabenow said the nominations of Robert Bonney to be USDA's Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation and Sochil Torres-Small to be Undersecretary for Rural Development or stall because of holes put on by other senators. I am confident we will see all of them move, but this is just a slow process, Stabenow said, after the committee advanced the nomination of Homer Wilkes to be Undersecretary of Agriculture for Natural Resources and Environment. Now take note, the committee's top Republican, Arkansas Senator John Bozeman, says he'll be working with colleagues who have placed the holes to see if their problems can be resolved. Senators use their holes as negotiating leverage on issues they're concerned about. UN Food Summit draws numerous ag pledges. Many commitments, some vague, some specific, were made at the virtual United Nations Food Systems Summit on Thursday. But a common theme for many speakers who ranged from heads of state to indigenous farmers was that crisis of hunger and climate change demand immediate and sustained action from governments, private industry, foundations, and private citizens. The Biden administration, through Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack and U.S. Aid Administrator Samantha Power, pledged $10 billion over five years to fight hunger and climate change in the U.S. and abroad. And more groups stepped up to support the U.S. in productivity coalition that was announced by Secretary Vilsack. The U.S. announced that 12 new nations, as well as the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Food and Agriculture Organization, had joined the Agriculture Innovation Mission for Climate created by the U.S. and United Arab Emirates. The now 30-nation effort seeks significantly increased investment in climate-smart agriculture and food system innovation through 2025. The industry speaks up. Viva Dreyer, chairman of the managing board at Rabobank, appeared briefly in a video during the virtual summit to say, quote, to help make the shift in the food systems happen, we need to find ways to incentivize farmers, small and large, and to help them to store carbon in their crops, their soils, and their fields. Haneke Faber President of Foods and Refreshments at Unilever said the company was committed to doubling the number of products we sell that provide positive nutrition. And Syngenta CEO Eric Freiwald appeared briefly on video to commit to investing innovation and collaborating with others across the food system for healthy plants, people, and environment. Mexico ups its imports of U.S. pork in mid-September. 
Net export sales of U.S. pork jumped by 29% of the week of September 10th to 16th. Big purchases from Mexico were the driving factor, that according to USDA's Ford Agriculture Service. Mexican importers purchased over 16,000 metric tons of U.S. pork for the seven-day period. That was half of the overall export sales of over 32,000 tons. Japan, Canada, South Korea, and Colombia were also big purchasers, according to the weekly FAS report. Mexico also was the top destination for actual shipments of pork during the seven-day period at 9,000 tons. The U.S. also shipped 4,800 tons to Japan, 4,700 tons to China, 1,900 tons to Canada, and 1,800 tons to South Korea. Here's today's They Said It. The Build Back Better budget finally puts funding and strategies in place to address the root cause of the climate crisis rather than what we do now, which is devote resources to react and repair the damage from climate-related extreme weather. That a summary of Democrats' $28 billion conservation funding package. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, September 24th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jack Nelly.